don't turn off this podcast yet because later on we're going to tell you all about brick swag from the brick builders club it's the ultimate gift for lego fans young and old and we're going to tell you all about it later on the show for now go to brickbuildersclub.com and use discount code ttca for 20 percent off oh my god i can't even believe it can't even believe it i'm lego john maltz i'm lego lex Fulman. i'm lego 70s astronaut guy but i have the tanks so i'm really part of the coast guard kit but i'm still kind of in an astronaut suit <laughs> and my and so uh welcome to turning this car around p.s my name is john Arthur. <laughs> nailed it just like yes. we rehearsed it guys Good job. yes so i i have a little point of clarification on that pre-roll um do, are there lots of people who just turn the podcast off in the first three seconds oh yeah there's people who are like press play and they're like that's ah, enough <laughs> done <laughs> Out. they hear the i'm john maltz and like oh, i forget this yeah no they're they're they they no they say oh maltz mm, hey i'm gonna listen and then the, yeah then it goes downhill from there and then and I, then john the time, john ruins it with his yeah. rambling by the time my little add screed hits we're done i did have a moment of panic though when you were lego john maltz like am i lex go mm, I, I didn't know i thought about that too but then i thought you know yeah hi we need minifigs. Yeah. We need. Ooh. Okay. There's got to be a service that does that, right? Um, I'm taking notes on that right now. Uh, yeah. Corporation. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's the minifigs you were referring to, right? The, mm. I'm sorry. What did you say? The Fig Newton Corporation. <laughs> the <minifig>. no. <laughs> it's a new product from Nabisco. It's great. No. Bite the berry Newtons. diet. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I my image, what, my image often appears in in Fig Newtons, though. So like a deity, <laughs> you appear as. What planet are you from? I am, I am worshipped in many cultures. Well, my v- culture via, via sure. Fig Newtons, Fig, Fig mostly Fig Newton centered cultures. Mm-hmm. Sure, the Newtonian, and we're not talking about Sir Isaac. Um, anyway, hey, a, anybody get any new cars recently? <laughs> uh, yeah, is anyone for before we talk about that though? Is anyone alive from the insane rioting from all the bullshit that's going on in this country? Uh, bullshit! Man. Oh my god! So I lived in LA in uh, early two thousands for a brief time, and helicopters were everywhere all the time. And yeah. there was a night where I was in bed and I could hear, you know, it's not the whoop 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 of the blades slicing through the air that I heard. I could hear that right something like massaging that. but it was it was <laughs> i could hear the mechanics from the engine turning the rotor like the like the the oil the <laughs> the lubricated parts the yeah just like it was super right. close and like wind and stuff it was really and i'm inside and asleep well i was asleep until the thing woke me up but like and then the light came across the bedroom window like the spotlight and just like turned the bedroom into you know something out of a spielberg 70s movie anyway it was crazy and yeah. Um, oh yeah right had a little flashback last night i'm in i'm in brooklyn and uh they closed the bridge last night and so there were lots of helicopters over the bridge uh the and they closed bridge. the bridge because because of the verdict that came from a grand jury grand jury on staten island um that said cops can kill anybody basically like gave cops uh, any black people that they amnesty want to. right they can be as racist as they yeah. want and they can kill anybody sure it's a sad day uh, yeah. amongst other shit it's that's going like, on well it's it's apparently what it is is a sad life um mm-hmm. because uh yeah me whitey mcwhiteman i mean this stuff's been going on for a long time and right it's only now gotten to the point where 
people are finally paying attention, wondering why yeah. some people have to live this way and die this way. I There's, can't imagine, you know, uh, we none of us are one, so we can't. But I can't imagine as a black parent what you would say to your kids right now. Because you can't tell them, you know, trust the police. They, literally, you have to be brought up to fear the police, which is crazy. Yes. Right. And I saw a tweet last night from, uh, I can't remember who it was, but he was saying, like, basically the founding fathers were right. Or, like, two-thirds a person or whatever it was. like Three-fifths. Yeah. Three-fifths. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, constitutional scholar Lex Friedman. Thank you. I can't remember who, was that Baratunde? Who yes, it was Baratunde. That's it. Yep. Yeah. I retweeted and faved. Should we say which Baratunde? And, and like with a sick, like a totally sick feeling Sorry. in my stomach. Go ahead. What? Yeah. What? Say that now. Sorry. <laughs> Nothing. I made a joke about the uncommonness of his name. We didn't clarify which Baratunde. That's all. Um, yeah, it's and so do you? I imagine the answer is no. But do you tell your kids anything about this story? Do you discuss it with them at all? Well, um, since we live in, you know, I'm with my girlfriend in New York, and there's children in the same apartment unit. There was a conversation this morning. Uh, How did it go? What do you say? Well, uh, I'm kind of sick, so I was actually passed out uh, thanks to medication. However. Um, apparently it was like a safety kind of thing. Like, Hey, you know, this is what's going on. I want you guys to be safe. So it, there wasn't the broader conversation about, you know, police why, immunity. Why it and, yeah. yeah. And it was sort of like, this is, there's been some stuff happen and here's what's going on. So you might people see some are, stuff. People are pretty mad for yeah pretty obvious reasons. Well, and, and, you know, at school, there's a very diverse population. And so, uh, there's teachers and students who, um, yeah, it's just, it's like, it's just difficult to go on like normal when you're surrounded by this awfulness. It's like complete yeah. awful, you know, like the, the judicial system has failed. Uh, the police have failed. Uh, leaders have failed. The TV networks have failed. You know, um, I was flipping around last night and I flipped past Fox, which is a channel I don't normally watch. And they're interviewing teenagers. They specifically picked teenagers. Like, why are you here? And so this one girl starts talking and she's African-American and she gets like freaked out by the camera and everything. And then this other girl steps in and starts going to town and like really laying it out. And I just couldn't even like the meta layers going on. I just like, I have this problem with Fox with their, the way they yeah. approach things. And so I just, I couldn't even watch it. It was so like, why are you picking these particular people? you know, why are you not hoping talking for an to, outrageous yeah, answer? Right. Right. Yeah. Hoping for something stupid. You can play up. And yeah. Then, somebody dumb to, and then change the narrative into something horrible and awful. Um, right. that has nothing to do with what's at hand. So turned past that, but then there was like the victim blaming on CNN, which is really maddening. So oh, I ended up going to New York one, which was basically, and, and I think there was some good stuff on MSNBC last night also, which was like basically live coverage. Like they were in on the street in Manhattan. And I have a friend who's, uh, he works in social media and he was in town promoting a thing and he was uh, trying to sleep and he was woken up by the protesting and he went out on the street and actually shot some video and posted it to Facebook. And stuff. It was oh, crazy. Man. I'm so glad you got to some video. <laughs> he couldn't sleep. He's yeah. waking up. So my buddy goes out and he shot some people. Well, I can't sleep. I might as well go out and shoot some <laughs> Start shooting oh, people. Video. With yeah, video. Just video. Okay. Right. Okay. And Jeez. it was shot lovingly with care and with, you know, <laughs> Sense of great sensitivity. Yeah, there's a sense of fraternity artistic, and, mm -hmm. with an artistic eye. Sure, he's creative. Um, so. No, it's just it's yeah. it, it's like 
um, it's one of those things where when you live close to something, it changes everything about it. And I remember that when I lived in San Francisco, like the brownouts of the early 2000s and how insane that seemed to me at the time that this culture of technology couldn't stop brownouts because it wasn't about any of that. It was about awfulness and, you know, corporate greed and horribleness. So, Uh um, but it was like, I was living these brownouts. And so I'd be talking to clients or potential clients and being like, well, I don't have power right now, or I'm not going to have power in two hours. So I can't get to your project um, until this afternoon. Uh, in as much as we work with electrons. Yeah, exactly. My computer. We are fresh. Done. I am fresh out of electrons right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and also email. So the guy, the guy said he's driving by later to deliver some electrons. I might be able to do something then. Right. Um, welcome to the late right. 1800s. Yes. <clears throat> welcome to the future. Yeah. Brazil. Well, uh, there was a high school here, uh, well, up in Seattle, uh, where a thousand during the, after the, uh, Michael Brown grand jury came back, um, where a thousand kids, uh, walked out. Nice. Which I thought was very, yeah. Good for them. The kids are all right. I see it's, what you did there. Did you good. see that? Thank mm-hmm. you. I think it's a, I think it's a song by the Rolling Stones. <laughs> the, um, I'm, I don't know if you're joking or not, so I'm, I don't know right now. <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. The who? Uh, no, yes, um, yes. I think it's no, good. I, I think it's good for people to get involved like that. Uh, the young people. But yeah, I mean, but, I think at, at the grade school level, it's a little. It gets weird. Which is what my yeah, that's a little hard. It's, um, it's difficult, and and we have not really. I mean, we discussed it at least a little bit uh, during the whole Michael Brown thing, but we have not discussed it. Um, in this instance yet anyway uh, maybe maybe over the weekend the story that makes me i guess i would say even more upset is the one with the to hear yes yeah that 12 year old kid so fucked up because it's i mean it's it's fucked up on such an extra level it's on tape again although we know that having that doesn't mean anything anything anymore right but there's also explicit lieage this time like with with the New York incident and the chokehold, everybody agreed what happened. It was just a question of was a law broken or not. But here the cops first are saying, well, over and over again, we told him to put his gun down and he didn't listen to us. And so then we had a shoot. Uh, and it's not at all what happened. They literally shoot him instantly. They get yeah. there and immediately shoot him. Did you? Yeah. So you watched the? I didn't watch the video. I read it because I'm. I'm I did watch, watch the video. But the play by play that I read said that it's less than two seconds after it's, they get it's there. It's crazy. It's crazy. And they scream up in the car and they jump out and they shoot him. And, Tamir and you can see, I mean, he does, terrible. you know, he does reach for the gun, but you know, I mean, the kids, the kids 12 and he's got a BB gun. I mean, he's not reaching for the gun to shoot at the cops. <laughs> yeah. He's re- he's probably reaching. He's probably reaching for the gun to hand it to them because he probably thought, Oh boy, yeah. here we go. And thought, well, I should get rid of this thing as fast as I can. And, he just wasn't, you know, I mean, what's he supposed to do? It's terrible. Terrible. My dad, my dad refused to get me a BB gun for that very reason. That people would think it was a real gun or that I wouldn't respect the nature of it as a firearm. Even though it was well, a BB gun. Right? We had them. We had them. And we did not respect the nature of those firearms. So I, yeah, <laughs> we shot yeah. each other with them all the time. <laughs> oh, wow. I have never even held a BB gun. I remember running a gauntlet of two BB guns and doing serpentine. Uh, as a way to escape being shot. 
um, which was probably good training for middle school. But even though not that kind of middle school where there's like metal detectors and stuff like that, but just like yeah. the the uh, mental acuity it would take to survive middle school bullies um, yeah. as a nerd. Um, but, you know, like there's the whole, I think they banned toy guns somewhere. And it's, I don't like, I guess there was a whole nanny state argument or whatever, but there's people who still think that it's okay to have toy guns that look like real guns, even if it's a BB gun. But, um, and I've seen 22s that look like toys. So yeah. I've seen it go the other way too. So you can't completely fault that thinking that, that a BB gun is a weapon. Like it, it looks like a real gun or that toys, yeah. toy guns look like real guns. Yeah. We are, we're a messed up country. Solution, right? If make the law that, that, um, all real guns have to look like toy guns. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then people are like, you know what? We have to ban the guns now because they all look like toys. We can't tell them. Perfect. Yeah. Maybe that's the new approach we should use. Just completely ban. Uh, yeah. yeah. What could yeah. go wrong? That might work Good, well yeah. in your liberal enclave, <laughs> Lex. But hey, our liberal that. enclave here, we did. We actually did pass a, a at least slightly stronger gun law in the past election. So, well, good. Relieved about that. We'll get letters. We're going to get so many letters. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I would be interesting. <laughs> I would be. I would love to know the the uh, the gun thoughts of our listeners. Like, I'll tell you, I have a good friend, one of my closest local living local local friends, one of my closest local friends, and his father retired now was a police officer, and so while my friend and I see um, similarly on many many issues, we see these shootings as totally different. Um, I'm not saying because his father's a policeman is why he sees it differently, but that is absolutely exactly what I'm saying. And, <laughs> you know, I, I saw some screenshots today that were from, you know, cop message boards where it's different police officers talking to each other. And they were like, good thing that justice was done. We can keep doing it. All these thugs have to realize is if they just did what they were told, this wouldn't happen to them. And that's kind of my buddy's philosophy is like, you know, if he had just listened, then this wouldn't have happened. Like if you just, you know, you can don't talk back and don't fight with the police officer and you'll be fine. Uh, I'm sure that's also not true, but it's a very, to me, terrifying mentality. It, it is. Yeah. There's that whole uh, hashtag on Twitter that um, criming while white, and there's yeah. some crazy shit. I mean, that if you want a sobering reminder of race in the United States, read that hashtag. It's really messed up. And like to me, that was that was. Um, it's not about like drawing attention to white people at all. But so, and some people were saying that that's what was happening, but it was really really a, just a a terrifying yeah. look at white privilege uh the things that we can get away yeah, with. yeah the thing and and like there's stuff like um there's a blogger and she posted about you know being drunk and stealing a car at 13 and the only person arrested was a black person but she was the one driving the car <laughs> and she's white <sighs> yeah awful awful so things have to change and um, yeah. thank God there's a Republican Senate and a Republican Congress. Because we certainly know nothing will absolutely, uh, nothing at all will happen. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, wor I worry about, I mean, I worry about <laughs> Hank. I don't know, I don't know what the situation, I mean, obviously it's, it's, it's very bad for, for black people. I don't know what the situation is for Asians. And I, I mean, I know in a lot of cities there's concern about Asian gangs. Mm -hmm. And so I would think that the cops in those cities probably have similar views towards Asian, Asians as they do towards black people so you know I mean, at some point we'll have to have that conversation about you know you're probably going to need to be concerned about that too 
in ways that I never have been. Yeah. I am reminded of do the right thing. Spike Lee's yeah. movie. Yeah. And, and I think still like almost required viewing for, uh, people, I think, because of, of the issues it deals with, including mm-hmm. chokeholds, including race relations and how race is talked about. And, um, and also there's a Korean shopkeeper, which is highly cliched or whatever, but, mm-hmm. but it's like, you know, he has to, do, he, he, there's a point in the film, spoiler alert, where he has to <laughs> say he is not black, that he's like the white people. And it's really disturbing to think that right. that anybody has to that there's a side in this. First of all, that right. we we're not all equal, and you know that that and this is before nine eleven, so profiling was clearly happening, and it's just it's super messed up. Like, but it's it's really sobering to watch and see it, it, things that are really kind of funny in the film, but they have this other side to them, very serious. It's super fucked up, and how messed up we are as a society. America is really screwed up. Yeah. I'm moving. I mean, the, the whole, the whole, the whole. He he wasn't an angel. He was no angel thing. Is oh, just messed up I mean, too. Let's blame yeah. the victim. Terrible. You know, it's like like you're saying. Like I, there, I'm sure I could I could recount, just like you, things that I've done that you know if if that if that had happened to me, someone would be able to say, well, he's no angel. Okay, I wasn't sure if we were going to get here today, because <laughs> I know you guys have new cars. However. <laughs> And I really want to, I want to have that conversation. Speaking of white privilege. Right. <laughs> I, I don't want to ignore Let's that. Let's talk about our new cars. Right. Yeah. But I want to say this because I was talking to my girlfriend this morning about this. When I was in my early 20s, I was on a road trip with some friends and it was right after I'd completed my Mormon mission. And so I was driving, I had taken a road trip from Utah to San Francisco with a couple guys and um, on the way back. And I, I have to take some blame for introducing one of my friends to Hunter S. Thompson. Um, because for some reason... <laughs> oh, I always thought it was Hunter's Thompson. Go ahead. Uh, no, that's a sportswear line or a ceiling fan company. I can't remember which. Anyway, um, I'm joking. So the Hunter S. Thompson has this whole gonzo crazy thing that he does, right? Where he's like got weapons and drugs all the time and it's insane. So my friend, I guess, thought it would be awesome to bring a starter pistol on this road trip. I don't know what for or why, but he just did it. And so I am in my father's, we're driving my father's uh, Volkswagen Rabbit, which is a horrible car and I can't recommend. And speaking of cars. And so I'm in in the back seat asleep. (laughs) Please tell me none of you got a Volkswagen. (laughs) Yeah, I bought a a, a 79 Volkswagen Rabbit. (laughs) Okay. Thank God. I probably just killed you guys' ears. Sorry about that. Um, Yeah, please. Yeah, no. Okay, so anyway, I'm in the, I'm asleep. Someone else is driving, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say driver, passenger, and me. I'm gonna protect the guilty here. So we're driving on the Interstate 80, and we're about an hour outside of Reno. I'm asleep, and I wake up with wind noise in the car, just coming in hard. You know, like we're going 78 whatever miles an hour, and this is in the 80s. And so you know, I don't know what the speed limit is 55 or whatever. We're breaking the speed limit clearly. So I hear this. This is what woke me up beside the wind noise was, let's get in front of that car so he can see the gun. Oh, God. Uh, and then I kind of sit up and my and passenger's arm is out the window. And we're in the, the um, rightmost lane, which is the, the you know, slow lane. It's not the passing lane. And he's not shooting at anybody or anything. And plus, it's a starter pistol. So there's nothing coming out of the gun. 
Right. But he pulls the trigger several times and it makes, it's basically like a cap gun, right? Puts the oh gun on the God. floor and we drive off on our merry way. Ha ha ha. We're crazy, dumb white boys. Oh, wow. man. 45 minutes later, we come up over a rise. There are two highway patrol cars in the median and they immediately pull out behind us, turn on their lights and then they turn the lights off and they stay with us. And I'm like, holy shit, we are going down. It is not going to be pretty. And sure enough, they pull us over and stop traffic on the Interstate 80. They block the entire freeway oh, off. That was you? Both ways. That yes. <laughs> and they don't walk to the car and say, hey, can we see your license and registration? They're not like, awesome. You know, we're just going to pull you guys over because we heard some stuff. Hmm. They demand that we get out of the car one at a time with our lie hands up. Yeah. And walk to the back of the vehicle and lie down where they tell us to. So I'm, I am the last out. Uh, and I <laughs> they, am, they've planted a gun on you now. Uh, it's stuffed down your pants. Right. So I am, I'm like, I have to move very, I mean, because I'm writing my will. Right. And yeah. And I'm trying not to soil myself. I get out of the yeah. car. <laughs> you've soiled and, yourself. And as I, you've, yes, you've soiled several other people. As I, the I'm car is looking, effectively an outhouse at this point. Right. I, I, I don't realize that they have stopped traffic until this moment when I'm looking at like 16 uh, men in various attack positions with weapons drawn, fingers on triggers. And I'm thinking oh, it's going to take one person to slip and we're gone. We're done. The whole thing's done and it's going to be over this goddamn starter pistol. So I lay down, they, they come frisk us and then they start searching the car. And driver gets smart and says, if you're looking for the gun, which he should have said starter pistol, it's in the glove box or whatever. So they like, try again, driver. They, they, to to they are so mad at us right now. Like they are furious. And so anyway, um, they, they find the starter pistol and, you know, they're, they realize what's happened here is that right. the person that we passed that saw the gun come out of the window and fire blanks into the desert in Nevada is an off-duty highway patrolman, and he has a citizen's band oh. radio, and he has been talking to whoever he can on the radio about these crazy white boys and this tan Volkswagen rabbit with a gun. So the highway patrol... Hang on. There's your problem, tan, tan Volkswagen. Are you That's comfortable? <laughs> yes. Are you comfortable pausing the story here before we hit the thrilling conclusion? Mm -hmm. Or would you rather finish before I do the... Uh, so that we can listen to yeah. Lex's long crew. Go, Lex. Well, if my long crew is going to be really loud, then I don't want to do the ad read yet. Is it going to be all right? Oh, I guess I, you guys aren't hearing my gated version. All right. Yeah. Let me ask you this, John and John. Mm. Do you have a Lego lover in the house? Mm -hmm. Well, then let me tell you about Brickswag. Brickswag from the Brick Builders Club is the ultimate gift for Lego fans, young and old. You guys are old. I'm young. Each month, oh. each month a box of Lego-themed merch is delivered right to your doorstep. The box is shaped like the red Lego brick and is packed with merchandise. Uh, we all got these boxes. So it's packed with t-shirts, yep. parts packs, building tips yep. from master builders, trading cards, which they call funky figs, a glossy magazine and more. I gave it to Anya when the box came and she flipped out. She immediately rushed over to our giant bin of Lego and she like 
was looking at their diagram. So she loved it. Here's how you can get yourself into the Brick Swag Club. And it is an elite club. Go to mm. BrickBuildersClub.com. That's BrickBuildersClub.com. And use discount code TTCA for 20% off your membership. Imagine the look on the face of your child each month. And who are we kidding? Imagine the look on your own face each month. Yes. When that box of Brick Swag arrives. BrickBuildersClub.com. Again, BrickBuildersClub.com. And use discount code TTCA for 20% off your membership. I am rocking my Brick Builders Club t-shirt today. That came in the box, just so you know. All right. We I, almost had a fight over, over our box until I realized that it was, that I should back off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hands in the but, air. But stepping yeah, so, so the shirts that came in, in our boxes um, just happened to be extra larges because I think they just sent out shirts that... You get you get a free one. You get right. an extra large. Um, and Hank loved the shirt so much. He he is wearing the shirt around, mm. and he uh-huh. uh, he asks where it is. So he gets home from school, <laughs> and he he like he'll like peel his shirt off. And he's like, "Where's that big brick builders club shirt?" <laughs> is it, is it really? But on, is it shorthand? It. It. It's like it's like it's like his. Um, you know, his dressing robe, you know, right, like it's a he, nightgown comes home, yeah. he comes home and it's like, yeah, put my slippers on and slip into my brick builders mm. club shirt. Now we should be clear. If you sign up, you can tell them what size shirt yes. you want them to include. Exactly so if you want one that's fitted yeah. to you or your child, <laughs> you can do that too. Right. Yeah. Or get your kid an extra large one because Hank really likes it. Right. My girls like my t-shirts too though. They, they like to sleep in my t-shirts. So I yeah. get the Hugh Hefner vibe there. So uh, it's, it's <laughs> breakbuildersglove.com and TTCA is the coupon code. That's for turning his car around in case he didn't put that together. 20% uh, yeah. off. So also I have to say this. To do it. I have to say, say this. Sorry to cut say you it. off, Lex. No, don't. There don't are, be sorry. The coolest thing in this box in mine was uh, double LED miniature, like super small <clears throat> LEDs. That would be awesome as headlights or taillights yes. or laser lights with a switch and a like tiny little battery. So, you know, you don't have to like build this massive structure around the lights. They would fit nicely into a small creation. We attached them to a monkey car. We had a, a kit that included a monkey car. That <laughs> mm. And now the monkey's got uh, headlights too. So it's pretty rad. Monkey's got headlights. Monkey car. Yeah. It monkey is a monkey car. car. Huh. It's a car that, that like a monkey is driving basically. Sure. Yeah. Well, no, monkey, I, that's, well, that's what I immediately shaped. envisioned. Yeah. It's a good car. So. Let me pick up where we are in the narrative, as I understand it. Okay. You and your idiot and our friends. thanks to Brick Builders Club. That's right. Our thanks to Brick Builders Club for supporting the talk show. And so the... <laughs> the talk show. <laughs> that's because that's what he always says, coming out of his ads. My thanks. To so, um, so you three idiots have been driving around, shooting your starter pistol out the window in three, front of off-duty highway patrolmen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get pulled over. Mm-hmm. The driver says, by the way, if you're looking for the uh, gun, it's in the glove box because mm-hmm. the one thing police want to hear is you don't think they can find things by themselves. And <laughs> things so like that, guns. And just to clarify down, what they might be looking for, sure. Mm-hmm. You're, you're lying face down on uh, Interstate 80 mm-hmm. with traffic stopped in both directions or just one direction? Both directions. Okay. So that's in where we po- are. In a pool of your own effluent. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I, I forgot the most important car. The car is fully contaminated by feces. That's <laughs> Actually, there was no uh, bladder <laughs> incontinence uh, until or, after this was or anal that you, leakage that you remember that I recall. Okay. Yeah. That my lawyers, like everybody there had eaten Olestra chips for five hours. <laughs> Olestra was not invented in, or in the public like it. Yeah, it was. A, there was an Olestra like substance, but we did not imbibe. <laughs> Uh, 
<clears throat> and the, apparently the cops didn't find that either. So we're safe that way. So, okay, so we're white guys. <laughs> we are getting pulled right. over. Well, there's guns with live ammo pointed at all of us and the car. And they finally find the gun. And they're holding it like like you would imagine Law & Order sure. or whatever cop show yes. where they stick the Two pencil. Pen, no. They stick the pencil oh, through pencil, the yeah. uh, the trigger guard, and then uh, uh, and then it just starts firing. And then, the well, <laughs> yeah, that's it's it's not you know Halo Seven. Uh, Bullets or, are going through all the right. all the cars that have baby on board signs on them. <laughs> While Jan Hammer, Miami bus <laughs> plays yeah. in them. All right, so uh, Lex Jan Hammer was a keyboardist uh, who. Oh God. Composed the theme to Miami Vice and his. Oh, thank you. His noted fame was that he could create a guitar sound with a synthesizer and could battle guitar heroes such as Jeff Beck, as he did in the 1976 album Wired. Wow. Moving on. Um, (laughs) Okay. So I I knew who it was. I've never seen Miami Vice, by the way. (laughs) The pilot's pretty awesome. You have never seen Miami Vice. What's that? You've never seen Miami Vice? Is that what you said? No. That's correct. That's what I said. Okay. I've never seen it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I've ever seen a full episode of it. Frankly, you're both dead just to a, me right now. Just to derail the uh, the conversation, you're completely dead right now to me. Okay, okay. so right. moving on. I'm I'm uh, it's I'm alive. Show right. I'm no, no not really. Um, I'm alive, white in the Nevada desert, and the cops realize what they've what's happened, and so they take the driver back to try and get him to confess to something they can pin on him. And about the only thing they can get is an unsafe lane change and speeding. So he gets a ticket for those things. We are talked to by the other guys and we're like fully spilling everything. We're just like, look, we're just dumb and we're Mormon and not even drunk right now. Which is You're naming names of Jews that you know for right. some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we're white guys and I can't, I, and as I recounted the story, I just thought, you know, if we were black, if any one of us were black, that would have had an entirely different play out that the whole thing would have gone down entirely differently. Yeah. And there may have been death. There could have been, you know, there would have been jail time for somebody. You probably would have been like season two of cereal. Uh, <laughs> don't, I have not actually listened to any of that yet. <laughs> wow, man, this is, we gotta, we gotta get all this straight before we start these shows. What, uh, what references, which can references can we actually work? <laughs> yeah. Right. Anyway, point is, privilege to me that was an uh, episode of white privilege and um because i'm white i'm still alive and uh um, right uh, you know i just it's it, it it's hard i mean it's hard to share that story in a serious way because it was really stupid yeah and we were really stupid but um in today like today i just felt like you know i'm a white guy and i'm lucky and i don't like that about yeah. our country right you know i took a cl- right yeah i don't like mean, there are Many, many stories growing up. I mean, our town was predominantly white and small and in Connecticut. Um, so, you know, the, the police there, the number of things that I know that I and people that I know did and got away with and were, you know, just told not to do again. Yeah. Is, yeah. is kind of sickening in the light of what's going on other places. And... Especially the past few months here in this country. Right. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. So who got a new car? <laughs> you did. We already talked about so, my car. 
Wait, no, we didn't. You talked about it on maybe your other show, but not this we one. We didn't not talk the about the leaf one. on this car. No. All right. We well, didn't do an episode. So I took. Well, I'll sit back and enjoy. I took ownership of the Nissan Leaf uh, a week and a half ago. Uh, I get about a hundred miles on a full charge, and uh, as soon as I brought home the new car, all the kids wanted to ride in it. Of course, <laughs> sure, sure. I can't fit all three kids in at once. And then it took, you know there was just stuff going on. So first, wait, I whoa, gave whoa, the, whoa! Why can't you fit three kids in a Leaf? Uh, in car seats. Oh, I mean, it goes um, fast enough to be a safety concern. <laughs> Uh, it does. Uh, it's made it of does. aluminum. That's the problem. Uh, no, it's just we couldn't fit three kids in car seats in the Accord either. Um, okay. There's not enough room in the back. Mm-hmm. But so Liam got the first ride of all the kids, and he actually did it in his sister's booster seat, which we, you know, was easier to install really quickly without having to uninstall his. And so Lauren was like, "Well, don't drive anywhere except for the block, since it's not really a car seat that's best suited to his needs, whatever." So later on, I had to actually drive him somewhere for real. So I did pop out his car seat and put it in mine. So now he went from forward facing back to rear facing because my uh, three-year-old son still is rear facing because that's safer, you sons of bitches. And uh, he was pretty annoyed. Where normally he doesn't give a second thought to his car seat, he had the joy of going forward in that car. He was like, what the hell are (laughs) you thinking about? the freedom. And I'm like, yeah, sorry. Um, But all the kids love the electric car. they uh, they like to look and make sure it's charging. Like sometimes Liam will say, "Check the garage, make sure it's charging." It is um, <laughs> good. <laughs> it has heated rear seats, and I was like, "Yeah." And oh, five oh years, really? Wow. When you're out of the booster seats, you can enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's cool. It's a cool car. It's got heated rear seats. That's yeah. Nice. And so the trickiest thing, well, the, the the scariest thing I've done so far now was yesterday. I had a drive to. Uh, the Trenton train station to take Amtrak to Washington DC for the day. Mm. And you know, like I said, the range is about 90 miles. That's if uh, you're doing lots of city driving when you're on the highway, you bleed off more miles because you can't do as much regenerative braking. And I got, uh, I, I knew where I was going and I got there with enough mileage left to get home again, pretty much exactly. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I could have just shut the car off and gone for it. But I had ahead of time, which is what electric car owners like myself need to do. I had ahead of time researched where are the nearest charging facilities by this train station. It turns out the two parking lots by the the two parking rides have charging stations on their roofs. So then I had to drive up to the roof. And as I'm driving to the roof, I'm like, well, because it's a long, a huge garage, like an eight-story garage. And you're just going slowly through it. And I'm like, if I bleed off two more miles worth of charge while I'm finding this charging station and I don't find the charging station, now I'm really in danger for getting home again. Uh, but I found it. And it's great. And it's a free charging station. You just plug your car in. So it just sat there plugged in all day. It's awesome. I highly so, okay, recommend so that's it if you your, don't drive that's far. your parking spot then? So you yeah. park the car there. It's a parking the space that happens to have the uh, a charger okay. at it. Okay, got it. And uh, so it was great. It was great. And, to, and how long does it take to charge? Well, the outlet that I was using there was a 110 volt outlet. And that's that's the most basic charging you could do. To go from zero to empty would take about 21 hours. Yeah, you're charging your uh, iPod on that same same. Yeah, uh, exactly. Voltage. And so <laughs> won't charge won't charge an iPad. It was yeah. parked there for about eight hours and it got it got pretty full. Uh, again, it was only half full at the time so it got pretty close to full um i'm installing in my house actually the guy comes tomorrow the fancier charger which 240? is 220 220 220 yeah. 220 okay whatever it takes, whatever it takes. <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea what's happening here 
Um, are these references <laughs> Mr. to Mom, things I don't know? Mr. Mom, come on. You haven't seen Mr. Mom? No. Oh, God. We got, okay. All right. This is going to be at some point, maybe not maybe not this time, but at some point that has to be homework for us. My homework is to watch Mr. Mom? Yeah. I'm okay with that. We should, watch, we should watch Mr. Mom and have a Mr. Mom episode. Together. Like watch yeah. it together and then like not doing that, not, not mm. playing. Maybe we can be guests on not playing, but I think <laughs> then we can come back here and talk about it also. I know the host of that show is they're all jerks. So yeah, I've sure. heard oh, that geez. one of them is anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I can verify that both of them are. Uh, <laughs> Um, for those who don't know the other person on that podcast is also on a podcast with the two jerks that i'm on the podcast (laughs) with (laughs) it's jerks all the way down but it's it's a it's a really cool car and i can connect to it over the internet using an app on my phone and so like when i was coming back from the train and i was approaching the station i was like hey car why don't you warm up to uh you know why don't you turn on the climate control and get nice and warm for me while you're still plugged in and my car was like okay it's fine for lax. Yeah, it was great. Is there cool. any kind of an app control for that vehicle? That's like, what I just fucking said, dude. No, wait, 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 no, 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 no. You're telling me that you haven't. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't hear that first part. The Let Skype me say it again. I, uh, I, I whipped out my iPhone. I launched the Nissan Leaf app, and okay. I was like, "Hey, warm up my car before I get there. Why don't you dial up the climate control?" Oh, is this is this why people in the silent car were going to kill you? <laughs> no, I, I, I wasn't even in the quiet car. I was just this dude. This dude. This dude's got a leaf. <laughs> look um, at this. <laughs> look at this jerk. But so you can tell it to, you can tell it to charge or stop charging. You can set the climate control. You can do the whole thing. It's great. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. So as a family car, though, mm, mm, uh, you can hold two kids in the back, basically. Right, and it's the same setup we had before, where we had have you still have to have the minivan, but right. then you also have got this. But yeah, need need the minivan because we can't, uh, we can't put three car seats in that back seat. Not Mm-mm. gonna happen. Mm-mm. maybe if everybody was in just you know the the backless booster you could fit three of them i think that would be doable but uh everybody's in the back full booster still mm-hmm. or in a regular car seat in case of liam mm-hmm. 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 all right anybody else get a new car i did i did i did what <laughs> I, I cannot wait to hear what you got what does uh, it plug into yeah uh <laughs> both your moms I <laughs> um i got an acura ilx Ooh, yeah wait manual six speed whoa 200 horsepower whoa manual yeah yeah you're an animal yeah. <laughs> uh okay so basically I this is like a mod mm-hmm. i looked so i looked i basically i looked at the accord and uh, a couple acuras and i just i fell in love with this car and it's basically the 20. So I bought my last car in 1994 mm. and I bought a 95. I was 14. Acura. Thank you. Thank you. Acura Integra. And I've had it for, had it for 20 years. And then I basically just bought the, um, the replacement car for that. that same. <laughs> so it's pretty much exactly in the same. It's man, you know, they were both manual transmission and, and occupied the same position in Acura's lineup. So, wow, VTEC. Uh, I just decided that this was like I I like this. I like the size. It's it's a fairly small sedan. I mean, it's a relatively small sedan. It's not tiny, but it's. I think the, I think the drivetrain is the same as the Civic. Hmm. Um, and it's just got nicer appointments and a better engine. So you, you it's a four cylinder. Is that right? Yes. Hmm. And yeah. that's okay in terms of getting on the freeway 
Oh yeah. It's peppy. Hmm. Yes. It gets, it gets me. I mean, I was, when I was driving it the first time on the, on the freeway, I was, I got up to 80 really fast and was all of a sudden like, okay, <laughs> I gotta, hmm. I gotta back uh, off. I should point uh, out the bit. Nissan Leaf does get from zero to 60 in just 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> And your sense of environmental moral superiority intact. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, which I do not have. I do get some occasional Whatsoever. thumbs up from mm. uh, from other drivers as well. Oh, yeah, so I'll bet. Driving Hummers, they give you the thumbs up. <laughs> They're offering wrong, Hummers. Actually. Wrong finger. <laughs> yeah, wrong finger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not a thumb left. Oh, yeah. nice thing. <laughs> it's really not a finger at all, actually. Mm. Um. <laughs> So you both both of you bought brand new, like 2015. Yep. I did. There's something about that As smell, isn't there? Something oh, about the there smell. There is. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy intoxicating. They put they got stuff going on with that. Yeah, man. I got I got in that car and yeah, and and like like Lex's kids, Hank wants to so I I drove Hank to school. Usually Karen drives Hank to school but he asked if I could drive him to school today because he wanted to Did you have to move the car seat? He's not in a car seat. Oh, because he's big. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't even have a booster anymore. I th- see, I think that the law here in Jersey... Oh, no, I got this wrong on a previous episode. I thought the law was you had to do it up until 12 or something, but you don't. No, it's a weight. It's it's a, yeah, it's height, a weight, weight thing. thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And he's six six four three hundred. pounds. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> ready to go. Yeah, so, it's so it seemed a little silly. Who weigh less than seemed 80 pounds have to be in a car seat. So Hank's a lineman for one of the Seattle teams, right? He's not, there. That, he's not, he's not that big. I mean, he's not, and it's not a big back seat, really. I mean, it's not a huge, is it a, it's four door. It's, ter- it's four door. Yeah. Um, and it's, but it's not exactly, you know, but it's, it's plenty big for, for yeah. him. And you know, it's like in the rest of my family, no, none of us are, are, we're not large people. I'm the, I'm like five, nine and I'm the tallest person in my family. So it's not, that is terrible. It's not going to be a hardship for anybody getting in the car the um so i know this is jumping the gun a little bit but is your plan to teach him to drive on the <laughs> manual no no i i don't see i it, it was really hard so this is like a, this is usually a special order they just happen to get one in uh, uh, because we, we were actually going to go with a broker and the broker yes. called around and he's like he was like there's one of your, of your car in the whole like pacific northwest and it's at it's at your it's down it's the street. You're a dealer that's 15 minutes from your house. Um, and they just happened to to decide we should just get one of those because someone will probably want it. And they were right. <laughs> they they know you. They did the research. Yeah, they did apparently. Yeah. Big data so, worked out. It worked out pretty well. I think I, I think I did all right on the deal. I don't so when I did you pick it up? Crazy when was your, did, when was your yesterday. first? Yesterday. Yesterday afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I'm, you know, I'm trying to, trying to get off this conversation so I can get back out there mm-hmm. <laughs> and just lie down in it. Isn't mm-hmm. that just the worst thing? Just roll like, around in the, all you can think about is I want to drive my yeah. car. Right. I and you really, it. and you really have no place to go. <laughs> oh, dude, I've been doing errands left and right. Um, my, I remember my, the 06 Accord I sold had 36,000 miles on it. Oh man. And, uh, the Nissan Leaf already has 47,000 miles. On 
<laughs> You've been driving nonstop. Yeah. I'm driving. I think right you now, misplaced a decimal. I think you misplaced a decimal. Uh, I, I did cross 200 today when I did a post office run. So there you go. How is the wow. leaf in the weather? Like, have you had any kind of weather conditions to test it? Uh, we've had some crappy weather actually. I, I had to make the decision: do I take the car out in like snowy rain on its first week home? And I was like, yes, yes, I do. Uh, it handles that fine. Um, you do get an alert inside the car if it's cold, which is hilarious. Like cold weather hey, it's warning. Cold outside. Um, because the battery performance is a little bit worse when it's very cold. Yeah, I noticed. Doesn't, not affecting me, but it's a little worse. Mm. Uh, so, you noticed so, what? Well, a couple things. First of all, does do does it have one drive, like just two wheels, get power, or does it distribute the power? You know, a lot of people ask that question, and I have no idea. Okay. You'll find I'll out, I'm sure, in the snow soon what happens. But um, in the, I had a, in a past life, I had drove a Highlander hybrid and that had like a, it was a you know, Toyota and it had the awesome hi- drivetrain where the, it would dish out power to wherever. Like it would, it could say, well, the right rear has traction. We're going to throw power to that wheel. And mm-hmm. like a little thing would come on and say, you're in traction control mode or whatever, which would be like, you know, you can make it up the hill if it's super snowy. And it actually performed better than my Nissan Xterra in the snow that way, which was just straight up four wheel drive. There's something about the system it was really awesome. Um, and so I was going to ask you if it had that same kind of functionality. It has front wheel drive. Okay. I looked it up. There you go. Front wheel. It drive. does have maximum torquage at all speeds. Mm. I don't know what that just means, but it can hit straight maximum across. torque no matter what. Just straight. That was the that part of physics graft. where I checked out. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I have literally no understanding of what that means, but it does have it. Like bodies falling in gravitational fields, I loved. I really liked that. Yeah. And then we got yeah. the torque, and I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> hmm. Uh, I got. I lost it out on like warp warp speed stuff. That's when I kind of checked out. <laughs> but it, it can use. Okay, That's so they, the only reason I took physics. <laughs> they call it nearly instantaneous torque. Hmm. Um, because of the electrical engine, I guess. Uh, because, of, because of the speed of light. What condition? It's a 107 horsepower electric motor. Hmm. And they call it 126 mile per gallon equivalent. I don't know how they calculate those, but there's some, the EPA makes you do some MPG equivalent, and that's what it gets, 126 miles per that's gallon. That's insane. What the, the what? Wow. <laughs> the EPA they makes these do. cars do this and it doesn't make any, it doesn't mean anything, right? Cause you don't put any fucking gas in it. So I don't know what it's supposed what the to mean. Heck? Is it like for the price of a tank of gas? I, I don't know. Uh, it's don't probably, know. it's probably, maybe it has to do with something about the, the burning fossil fuels that power the electricity that, that you're using electricity? to charging. It. Uh, also, um, uh, you know what I need my next oil change? <laughs> Never. No. <laughs> That's kind of cool. So there are no, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess that makes sense. It, it does have fluids. There are no, there it has no like wiper fluid. Cylinders. <laughs> you know the fluid that came out of ash in uh, Alien? No, I haven't seen it. 